Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Laura Lex is my guest this morning. Good morning. Morning to Laura. And Steve Edge as well. Morning. Is here. What a treat. <laughs> the Louis Armstrong. To, it's like, it was like polar opposites then. Like Laura's all like, morning. Like, oh, nice to give you like, morning. Morning. It sounds like one of you has got a baby and the other one hasn't. Hey. <laughs> the other one was like, morning. <laughs> You're like, Laura's like, morning. The day is my own. I do whatever I, I want. I'm actually going to a gig to entertain other people's babies after this. If oh, are helps. these so these are the bring your own baby yeah, gigs? Yeah. That's uh, Carly Smallman organised, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm off to up the creek in Greenwich to go and entertain some people that have a far harder life than I do. Oh, so this is like a mid afternoon gig. Yeah. And people bring their kids. Yes, but the comedy is for the parents, so it's great, because you're there at yes. like 12 o'clock in the afternoon doing stuff you'd normally do 9 o'clock at night, and there's loads of babies staring at you. Yeah. But that's the point. So you can yeah. still do your proper material, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, can... the idea of it is it's the one thing that these parents get to take their kid to that is for them, not the kid. Right. Which is great, I think, for but do you. But you must pull back a little bit with the no. language, no? I don't understand. You say that, it goes in, though, doesn't it? Because all you need is one kid to just... Yeah. Yeah, but they're not my ones. No, they're not yours. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> so don't worry, it matter if they call somebody a name at some point. Yeah. Is that something you, you, you and the missus would do? Go to what? a comedy gig in the afternoon with I just, your little one? I just worry that it would just, it just sort of scream all the way through it. I think they do. I think yeah. some of them do. Yeah. How would you put down a baby, though, with yeah. a heckle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn to cry in an helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> That sounds it sounds fun but also hell. Yeah, I quite like it. I like yeah. it because you get to do quite a lot of stuff that because they're all sober and they're all Well they're babies. Well, oh you mean the kids oh sorry, yeah, <laughs> I mean the babies are the far parents. drunker than the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Whenever you see a baby just just straight off the boob, they always look ha- dizzy. They do look hammered, don't they? I love that little face that they've sort of got like a... They're like, oh, my God, life does not get any better. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. And you sort of go, yeah, you're right, doesn't. No, that's it. This is the best life gets, mate. Somebody cleans up after you, literally puts food in your mouth. Mm. This is as good as it gets. Why are you crying? (laughs) (laughs) Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is my guest this morning, and uh, Laura Lex as well. We're we're very, we're very gifted this morning. Small Uh, studio, though, isn't it? It is a small studio. (laughs) They're, um, they're, they're doing something. They're doing it. I feel like there was an episode of Car Share last week where the DJ on Forever FM was uh, saying to his uh, co-star, "Was going and we're have and we're having the studio uh, done up at the moment, so we're in the little one." And it was they were like taking the Mickey out the fact that. DJs sometimes talk about things that you can't see because you're. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realised I was about to go into that exact <laughs> explanation. That I worry. like the idea that on car share, like the big ones in being valeted, so we're in the micro today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you're up and about, let us know. 8, 12, 15, lots of people have texted in already. Craig in Wolverhampton. Oh, hometown. Steve's hometown. Out to the war, boys. He's, uh, he's, just, <laughs> he's just up here. Up to re- listen to the show, he says. I can't believe that. For one second, not even my own comic ego would ever believe that anyone on God's earth has got up solely to listen to this you show. Don't sleep much in Wolverhampton, no, you just, just Do awake. you think so? Yeah, just mainly awake, <laughs> just lying awake, yeah. wondering will about your life, <laughs> about your life choices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who else is up and about? I'm cooking some eggs. Uh, says Tarek. Uh, he's in the kitchen, best place for it. Getting ready for a Sunday league match. Uh, some Kasabian would be great to get me pumped up. Well, you know, you've got access to Spotify. I hope he's doing boiled eggs. <laughs> I hope he's taking 24 boiled eggs yeah, for like the rest of Cole the team Luke. for half time. I'll <laughs> just crack an egg open. Take these. I did something the other day where um, my daughter's just stared at me. I was in the car and I'd boiled a couple of eggs. At, I was in my dad's house. I said, I'm starving. Like, I said, just stick us a couple of eggs on there. I boiled a couple of eggs and then I forgot about them. I'm in the car and my dad went, oh, you forgot your eggs. And he'd come out with these two boiled eggs. I said, I'll take, I'll take them anyway. <laughs> so then I drove, I was, as I was driving, and uh, I'll probably get in trouble for this now, but I pulled up at the, we were at the traffic lights, there's loads of traffic. So I thought, oh, God, I'm starving. So I opened my window and I just, on the, win- on the window, <laughs> on, the, on the mirror, I just cracked the egg yeah. and then just opened it, you know, just, my daughters were like, 
Dad, you're such a tramp. Like, they actually called me a tramp at one point. Such a tramp! Because I left eggshell on the on the floor outside. I was like, it's natural. Sounds pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I was just... It's because I cracked the egg on my rearview mirror. I think that's what they were... That's <laughs> what they were most shocked about. I someone a lift... And I picked them up, we were going to a gig, it was a friend of my brother's, and I picked her up and she just had a boiled egg to eat as a snack in the car. In that someone is, else's car? Yeah. No, that's wrong. And it was the weirdest thing, because she'd said, oh, I was quite hungry on the way out, because it was quite last minute, so I just grabbed a boiled egg on the way out, and they have, like, a bowl of ready-boiled eggs oh, that's weird. on the that's way out the house. That's a good idea, though, I like that. That's a good idea. It's better than, you know, it's healthy, at least. Yeah, yeah. but that's mental. You can't just crack on a bus just with a boiled egg. They sort of you stink get the a little bit as well. well the, what I noticed, actually, about the boiled egg is that they do stink, but they're actually not a bad smell. When what? you Well, no, the thing is, when you know it's an egg... Yeah, yeah. When you know it's an egg, you you're like... You sort of hold it aloft and go, I'm going to open an egg. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's fine because it's an egg. But when you smell that smell any other time, you're like, right, who's done that, you dirty... Oh, it's an egg, it's fine. When you know it's an egg, it's, actually, it's totally fine. Oh, with all your kids, you must be so relieved when it is an egg. <laughs> I know, exactly. Uh, Phoebe and Violet uh, are uh, up and about this morning as well uh, with Bev in North Wales. Morning, Jason and the gang. We're up bright and early uh, and heading to Chester Zoo. Ooh. Chester Zoo's a good It's a good day out, that. It's a long time since I've been, but yeah, it is a good day out. It's the same. Is it? Yeah, I can't imagine it changes that much. They've not got... Unicorns? No, no, they've not, not changed. Yet. Still got them yet. Still not got the unicorn in. Pegasus? Uh, yeah, Pegasus is in there now. Good, yeah. that's good. <laughs> it's always a fun day out at, uh, at the uh, at the zoo. I, um, I watched uh, a couple of... Um, Giraffes give birth once. Not a couple, just one. That'd have been weird if it was happening at the same yeah. time. One giraffe give birth. Do you know they give birth stood up? And don't they just sort of land and they get off the, straight away? Yeah, and start the walking? baby. La- you know how much care we take when it comes to human babies coming yeah. like. I, I'm, got a year to walk. Yeah. They're like, you better start now. <laughs> <laughs> they drop six foot out of the air. <laughs> yeah. And the mum doesn't even know it's happened, just carrying on eating. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And you wonder how we're top of the food chain when it comes to animals because we just. We've mollycoddled babies up to what, seven, eighteen, nineteen? I've I've got tropical fish, right? And one of them had babies the other day. He's so bright. Crushing life. (laughs) I was because my sisters had kids, so I need to send pictures of something back. So (laughs) I uh, and and they had babies the other day, and all the other ones just eat them, and even the parents will eat them if they turn around and go, "I don't remember giving birth to that," and they'll just eat it. And you think you are the smartest evolutionary variety. (laughs) How dumb with a fish that didn't make it. Yeah. Well, unless they've just gone, I sod it. Like, yeah. just, you know, Ooh, it's not purple this. snacks, just because yeah. of the exotic colours as well. <laughs> aren't they? Also, fish have got, they've got long memories, have they? Famously. So no. maybe they no. give birth, then an hour later they're like, what's that? Oh, it's great being a parent. Ooh, dinner. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what's happened there. This is Jason Manford. This is Jason Manford with Steve Edge and Laura Lex this morning. And you, of course, who are up and about. Sue in Inverness, who's up uh, just having a little giggle uh, this morning. She doesn't say at what. She just, just says, laughing. Just have, she just, just woke up laughing. Right, up laughing. She's, drunk. She's still drunk from the night before. Hammered. Absolutely hammered. <laughs> uh, Danny, uh, he says, I've not even been to bed uh, as I was uh, last night fishing. <sighs> he had absolute radio on all night and he was fishing. Why? Why? Nighttime fishing is that? What is that a thing? You've got to go at night time. Why don't you just wait till the day? Well, it's meant to be a sort of quiet sort of bit of time on your own, isn't it? I suppose in the middle of the night works just as well, doesn't it? I suppose, but not if you're going to be tired all day. That no, seems. You'd, just be, you'd be sitting there fishing, you'd be hearing noises in the woods. Going, what's that? <laughs> no. It's not relaxing, is it? No. Also, if you've got the radio on, especially absolute, I'm, yeah. all the fish would be like a bit loud over there. Well, you don't need no doubt this time of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Mark's up and about morning, Jace, in a flea pit hotel in Stockport. That's the only. That's the only mm. hotels we have. Do a good breakfast at the flea pit. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I was at a family do last night before travelling back to rural Norfolk. Oh, um, none of that is good. Is that it? is not a good no. drive. <laughs> That's the problem with this country. Let me start you off. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start you off. Uh, is north to south, south to north, absolute breeze. Two yeah. big motorways. They've sorted it out. You've got the M1, the M6. Yes, there's roadworks. Yes, there's problems from time to time. You try and go east to west mm. or west to east at any point. You try and drive Cardiff to Norwich at some point. I once went from um, Lower Stuff oh, yeah. to Scarborough in a cab. 
Why? <laughs> I, was filming, I was filming in one place. Oh, yeah, yeah. One. There's no trains and no easy way. No, of course way. not. I left at three in the morning. Took about six hours and the bloke just played Queen non-stop. Oh he loved Queen. He was wow. Spanish. He loved Queen. <laughs> there was, you know, the later Queen, the ones that, you, that aren't Queen. even songs. He just, yeah, he just... <laughs> ones that aren't even songs. Freddie Murphy, like, yeah. burped in a studio and they just looped him. <laughs> and you go, this, this isn't even a song. He said that. Well, you find it, don't you, with, with travelling yeah. doing stand-up as well. I mean... That area is the worst because the M11 sort of goes, yeah, I'm a motorway for 100 metres. For and a then minute. just gives up and yeah. just goes, oh, here's a field, drive through it. And that's all you've got. It's when your sat-nav starts to panic. Have you ever yeah. heard that? When your sat-nav goes, I think we're in a lake. I oh, know it's all right, fine. <laughs> driving to Nottingham is that as well, isn't it? Nottingham yeah. should be really close. You go, what's that, 30 miles? That's yeah. four hours. You go, no. how's that work? I've done so much, so much driving. I mean, I think we, I think I must have used to do like sort of like sixty, seventy thousand miles a year at one point mm. doing, doing the stand up, and always east to west. Even the little drives, Manchester to Sheffield. Now, don't get me wrong, the Pennines are beautiful, but I'd love a motorway right through it, right through it, bang. You've got enough green either side. Let's get a proper road going on here. It's called Snake Pass. It's terrifying. Yeah. You drive at night back, and for some reason in this country, they've decided that. You don't need street lamps on the most difficult, scariest road, roads. No, on winding hills that, yeah. with sheer drops on each side. You don't need lights. No, you'd be fine, won't you? Yeah, yeah. Motorway, it's just it's like daylight, yeah. non-stop lights. Yeah. But for some reason, those winding roads where there's death either side. Well, just pictures of how many people died there as well. Just yeah. little facts. <laughs> <It's> changes. <laughs> yeah. We have a digital counter on it, like it changes. 28 <laughs> people died on this corner. I saw it go up once as I was driving. <laughs> a car, went up to 29. Best day road for me is A303. Oh, it's a classic. That's a beautiful one. Absolute classic. So, uh, we're doing favourite A roads this morning. <laughs> so we've turned into mid-morning matters. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I do find that at all. The other thing I find is that um, there's like rules of the road, isn't there? That, what I like is that uh, at night, when you are on those dark roads, you know, you've got your your bright lights, yeah. your, 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 your dazzlers. Your dazzlers, yeah. Your yeah. dazzlers. Uh, is that, there's like an unwritten language, isn't there, that no-one's ever taught you, but that you've just picked up over the years. And, and, it, and it's this. You're driving... Someone's got their dazzler lights on, and if they don't turn them off in what you deem an acceptable amount of time, you're, like, well within your rights to give them, like... Double blast. Yeah, give them a blast of your lights. Turn your lights off, and they're like, oh, sorry, it's great, I love it. I think it's so that that if they've burnt your retinas out and you're about to die, you've got the right to do it back to them. I think sometimes when you're you're a a different hill and it looks like they've got theirs on, you give them a flash and they go, weren't on, mate, that's (laughs) mine! And you go, oh, God. If you think that's bright, yeah. have a look at it. <laughs> Damn you. That's always worse when you drive a tiny little roller skate car like mine and then someone's got a four by four up yeah. your ass and you're like, oh, God. There's nothing you can do with that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. A lot of people texting in their favourite A-roads. We were joking. Please don't waste your texts. We have all got favourite A-roads. <laughs> uh, somebody's actually said, uh, we love the Little Chef. Nobody loves Little Chef. Oh, it's little just chef. there. Yeah. Dear. Those weird flat potato things. What are they? Those circular, like, slices oh, that yeah. are... Fr- oh. I can't remember the last time I went to one. We're not, we're not sponsored. We don't do any Little no, Chef adverts on, though, so. on Absolute, do we? No, no. Do we not have... I'm just asking Adem if we have uh, any sponsorship from Little Chef. We don't do it. No, no. no fine. I think they're terrible. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> I love them for the sense of balance. <laughs> yes, of course. Mm. Never been. So, I mean, the, we were just talking off air about our favourite services. That's that's how fun this show is. Yeah. That's how rock and roll we are. Yeah. We're like, oh, T-Bay. No. But you don't think T-Bay is your no. favourite? T-Bay is lovely if you're driving somewhere on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. When it's three o'clock in the morning and you're just desperate to inject caffeine into your eyes, it's Beaconsfield all day long. Mm. Well, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh. It's got a Weatherspoons and a Papa John's. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What has this show become? I say become. It's always been this. Pretty much this, isn't it? Absolute. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't even know why you're listening. I, I wouldn't. I don't know why. I, I'm I, not listening to you now and you're right after <laughs> <up, isn't> it. <laughs> I've already switched up. Oh dear. Right, who, who else is up and about this morning? Let's have a little look here. Uh, Clara Matt woken up at six to be dragged to Portsmouth Retail uh, Park. Can you tell Jacob and Emma to stop asking how much longer? Well, yeah, stop, stop asking. Stop it. But also, why you go? Why? 
Sundays are not for this. Don't you remember when Sundays, there was nothing open? Yeah. I, I, and we used to moan about that, but what we've done is we've opened a Pandora's box now mm. and it can't ever be closed because Sundays should be a day of rest, having a little chill out, sorting your dinner out for the afternoon, visiting family, and now you actually get to do stuff. Shopping and, oh, who can be bothered on a Sunday? It's not right. Yeah. Uh, what would you be, normally be doing on a Sunday, Laura? Oh, mm, yeah, I'd, I'd be asleep for another four or five hours. I'd give you that hours. Yeah, don't have kids. No, I don't. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> Woo! What about you, Steve? I'd just be awake, yeah, just wandering around a park. <laughs> <laughs> Various states of undress. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because we, we, me and Steve live near each other. Um, and uh, when we stay, well, when I stay in London, and uh, we often are just like wandering around aimlessly. We see other dad, like we see other like there's mm. some other like famous dads over there, isn't it? Like Paul yeah, Merson. Yeah. We occasionally see like Paul Merson. <laughs> we see, see Paul Merson. We always see Paul Merson. Right? In a full tracksuit. <laughs> full tracksuit. He's been retired for about twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> full tracksuit, pushing his pushing his baby in this yeah. pram. But, but he's a bit older than us, isn't he, Paul yeah, Merson? So he, he's yeah, been yeah, in his fifties. Yeah. And uh, you can just see a look of his face going. What have I done? But he always sort of nods as if to go. There's like a. It's like cyclists <laughs> when they pass each other on a bridle. Yeah. Path. Or people who drive the same wave. cars. Yeah, yeah. Little wave. <laughs> Oh, Paul Merson. I sometimes I text Steve, just seen Merson. Just seen Merson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, coming up to 20 to uh, something or other. 20 to 9. Uh, we've got Rag and Bone Man. Joan Jett on the way very shortly. And we're going to be having... Uh, we're going to continue our moan, right? But not necessarily about getting up in the morning. Just about other people. Because I did that thing again, and as regular listeners of the show will know... Uh, I just hate the cinema. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Uh, but I still went last night, went to the cinema last night. Uh, so we're going to be talking very shortly uh, about uh, things that strangers have done that's made you want to slap them in the face. Uh, it's a very violent uh, <laughs> topic. A bit, yeah. yeah, I know. But, and I, but to be honest, I thought I toned it down because I was going to go yeah, like worse. Full on, yeah, yeah. Full on, like, ram them off the road sort of thing. But I thought, no, let's go slap in the face. More radio Radio friendly. friendly yeah, yeah. Yes. Also, the admin of ramming someone off the road that annoyed you in a cinema, that, that takes tactical well, you've got planning. Down, you've got you've to find the, the car, car in the car park. Mate, it was worth it. It would have been worth it. I'll tell you, you what. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. When's the news? What time's the news on? You'll hear nine o'clock. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. I'm joined this morning by Steve Edge. Morning. And Laura Lex. Morning. And uh, we've actually, we've, hey guys, we've got a caller. Ooh. A caller? Someone's actually called us. Great. <laughs> I know, mother. it's unheard of. Uh, morning, Phil. Oh, no, God. No, oh, he's not me. there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Phil? Hello, Jason. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to make a liar <laughs> of me then, Phil. Uh, no, no, so, Phil, uh, where are you? Tell us all about I'm you. Down, I'm down in Huddersfield. I live in Huddersfield. Right. And I'm down working this morning at the Huddersfield Town Football Ground. We've got our last hope, last game of the season. Are today. you a Huddersfield fan? Yes, I am, through yeah. and through, born and bred. And I work at the stadium part-time on a match day, which is the reason why I'm up at stupid o'clock this morning. And what do you what do you do at the stadium? Do you sell pies I'm or a, you steward I'm or what? Safety, I'm a, no, I'm a safety steward looking after all the paying public that come through the turnstiles. So when you're looking after those, what... 200 people? How many people do you get there at Huddersfield? We'll get, today, we'll probably anticipate 22, 23,000 people. Crikey. And are you are you actually allowed to watch the match, though? Aren't you, haven't you got a face away not, from the... Not as a such. You've got to keep, like our supervisor says, what happens on the pitch obviously affects what happens within the crowd. Classic. So one eye on the game, one oh, eye on the crowd. Could you, get, could you get a pair of like sunglasses that have got wing mirrors on so you're looking at the That's crowd good. but you can actually that see would, behind that, you? That would, that would be feasible. Or yeah. like one well, of them... Dragon's Paris- Den, Dragon's Den, we're going on with that. <laughs> one of them periscope things that you got as a kid where the mirror... Yeah. mirror um, so you can no, see behind you. you're not looking at the yeah. crowd anymore. The, the, oh, the yeah, trouble, you're right. The trouble being every, everybody's on camera so whatever you do, right or wrong, you're spotted on camera. Yes, well, there is that. There is that. And, and where are Huddersfield? What, what's going on with them? Are they playoffs? Uh, yeah, we're in the playoffs. We're guaranteed a playoff place. We don't know against who until the end of today. Obviously, there's other games going on. We're all kicking off at 12 o'clock today. Um, subject to where what we do with Cardiff City today, subject to what other teams that are our playoff contenders do, depends where we'll be. So... Come Laura, three o'clock, we'll have a better idea. Laura Lex has glazed over, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> she's totally like, not, a, not, bov- not not only does she not bothered, but she doesn't not care either. It's not, I, I, don't, I mean, how many 
How many tries have you got to get today? And ah, stop it, tries. Don't, don't listen to a Phil. Don't listen to her. I'm <laughs> glad you've called. I'm glad Thank you've you. called. Uh, well, best of luck today. To, uh, you, to I hope it goes well. I hope there's no... Uh, I can't imagine there's much fighting at Huddersfield. Are no, no. It's, no. It's a very, we're, we're, we're very well behaved. I'm good, good to hear it. Good to hear it. All right, mate. Have a good day. Cheers, Jason. Take care, mate. All the best. Take Thank care. You. There you go. That's Phil. Uh, so, you, I mean, literally, anyone can get on air. That's how it works. 0330. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a phone. 123 1215. <laughs> love it. I love Phil. That was great. Nice to have a little chat. I like, I'm just naturally nosy, so I, I just genuinely... Yeah, you know, it felt like you couldn't really ask him the stuff you wanted to ask on I know air. What yeah, I know lots what of questions. There are yeah. lots of questions about being yeah. a steward. Yeah. There's, I, I always, there's one who... Um, <laughs> who's near us at City because my brother's a big swearer when it comes to the football like I mean proper on his That's feet correct. just proper full on like alright I'm like alright Stephen chill out like yeah. he's on his feet shouting things <laughs> like people around us and that. I have to sit away from him now just to like four seats away from him just because he, he's a bit embarrassing but what we have is because when the steward comes and they're a bit like hey mate sit down pack it in or you're going like that just gets his back up like yeah. so he gets even angrier what we've got now is to counteract him is this woman she's called Joan and uh, she's about sort of in her early 60s and um, she just gives him like a withering look of like yeah. come on <laughs> and it really works like, and he goes yeah. oh sorry like and it, they've done really, I don't know if it's part of their Does training she work for City or is she just in the crowd no she's got a big orange <laughs> got a big orange jacket on she's a proper steward and I think that's what they're doing at City now instead of getting like blokes to tell blokes to shut up uh, they just get like mums well they just bring them in and go give me a withering look yeah they go oh you're in you're in <laughs> so they get mums and nanas just to go hey pat that in yeah and it's sort of go, oh sorry like it's t- yeah right, it's a bit <laughs> stupid it kind of works I right. think oh sorry no no go on a good high-vis tabard or jacket would be a great investment for being able to be superior to people that were annoying you in absolutely mm-hmm. just put it on they'll assume you've got a I job just keep one in the car yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just breeze into car boot sales as well, can't you? Directing traffic. Putting people all over yeah. the place. Oh, yeah, I think you might be onto something there, guys. This is Jason Manford. This is Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. That was close. Uh, that was close. Some choice words being said off air. Fundamental what? Some words that you can't say on air. But uh, anyway, so this is what we're talking about. So I went to cinema last night, and you say, why, Jace? Why? Because if you listen to the show regularly, you will know I hate the cinema. Why didn't you go then? Because I had a night off. Because I forget every time. Because every so often what happens is I go, I go to cinema and I go, God, I hate the cinema. And then I, and then I forget about it for ages. Like for months. I sort of get to a point and then I forget about it. And we're, and we're sort of, me and the girlfriend, and we're sort of like, oh, what should we do tonight? And she'll go, what about cinema? And I go, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, that nice. yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I like films. But then you forget. It's not, the cinema's got nothing to do with films. Nothing to do with films. Let me tell you, you that sure now. Sure, you're going to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about this. Are you going to David Lloyd or something? Nothing. Watch a film with people swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you exactly why I hate the cinema. Other people. Oh, okay. Mm. What is wrong with them? Well, why? What is wrong mm. with other people? Oh, there's some words I'm thinking of right now. I mean, don't get me started. I'm a liberal from Brighton. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Other people wind me What, the chatting, up. the, the everything. It's everything, Steve. Okay. Last night. All right. Last night. There's a vein just come out your head. Last night, right, we're ten minutes into this film. I look along the, the row, Steve, mm. and there's a girl Snapchatting a... Bloody nachos! <laughs> Snapchatting her nachos! Not sending no, but... a Snapchat to her nachos. No! Took a full flash! A boom! Flash. With what? the flash on! Jump on the flash. In the middle of the film, or was it due to trailers? Of... No, tra- do you know what, Steve? I'm actually calm about Free the trailers. Free for all. Do what you want. I'm like, I have a phone call. Yeah. I'm not bothered in the trailers. Oh, no. No, I'm, I, I know, but I've had to... I mean, it's not ideal, Laura, don't get me wrong. <laughs> But as a sort of, you know, middle yeah. ground, this look is fine. What your therapist I get told it. You to yeah. <laughs> I get it. You're a very important person and yeah. you need to take phone calls. I understand. What You're a doctor film were or whatever. You watching? Was it like the 4D experience? No, ironically, it was called Get Out. Oh. And that's exactly what I wanted to say to this girl. Mm. Yeah. Get Out was a brilliant film. I've actually seen it twice. It's that good, mm. and uh, not, not the cinema twice. You, that's how you put I went to the cinema that. twice. Did you go to a different cinema. No, see, go. the first time I went, mm. I did the thing that I usually do. I went in the day, 
when nobody goes. Yeah. I went yeah. in the day. Yeah. And it was calm and there was hardly anyone there and it was fine. <laughs> but this one was Saturday night, Oof. Westfield, oh, White oh, City. Oh, come on. <sighs> you you're your own worst enemy. I am. It was an absolute ruddy no, nightmare. We used to go to the, the, the sort of we used to call it the cinema on the edge of the earth. Yeah, like no one was ever there. The showcase yeah. on Hyde Road. On Hyde Road, yeah, in Manchester. In Manchester, we yeah. We walked out to films. There's something great about walking out of a film. Yeah, this is awful. Have you walked out of a lot of films? We walked out of a couple. We have, yeah. yeah. Um, Knocked up. Knocked up, yeah. yeah. Why did you walk in? Yeah, because <laughs> we he went, let's go to the cinema, and then obviously... And it was middle of the day, we'd already... But once I finished my ice cream, I was like... <laughs> to be honest, I have got, to, I have got a point, to a point in my life now where the film is very much the byproduct of me going out for Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what well, I mean? Like, the film yeah. is secondary. I'm like, I I'm do, not really bothered. Yeah, same, for a little nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, love I that. went love on Tuesday and had Ben and Jerry's. had a cone it. with two scoops. Seven quid. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't. Oh. They make prices up. Yeah. They live in a bubble. They live in a bubble where you go, oh, can I get some M&M's? £4.50. You're like, OK, that's, <laughs> oh, well. that's currency here. And is it legal to bring your own sweets in? Because you're always like, I've got some in my bag. Yeah. Like, it's illegal. But is, is anybody... F- no one's frisking you, aren't they? No, For but M&Ms. I think it's frowned upon. Ah, oh, well, frown What's away. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, frown yourself up. Frown they made their own bed when they started... See, the problem with your story last night starts mm. with the fact that somebody sold something as stinky as nachos in a cinema. Mm. Hot dogs and nachos do not belong in a confined space like that. Well, I actually... Think somebody needs to re look at the food situation at the cinema because everything is noisy. Yeah. Yeah. Why is popcorn, nachos, crunchy, 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 everything's even the drinks, everything is noisy. I'd say, look, I'm full of flumps, enjoy your film. Yeah. Glass of water, no straw. That's Yogurt. you. Yeah. If, you want, if you're hungry, go to a restaurant. This is the cinema. Have a bit of respect. So I'm talking this morning, our topic is. Uh, Moments you wanted to slap a stranger in the face. Snapchatted and nachos. It's not even a euphemism. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge and Laura Lex are my guests this morning. Yeah. I've calmed down now. You're right. my, yeah, fine, fine. I had to put two songs on just to know a little pace. And punch that all in the plasterboard. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just. Uh, please just remind me next time. I've got a night off and I go and I decide to go to the cinema, just not to go. Why don't yeah. you get your own cinema built in the basement? Like oh yeah, I'll just do that, shall yeah. I? In the basement of my apartment. That's somebody else's Hello. apartment. Yeah, it's a mega mega structure, is it? You dig down what they're called. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Nigel, I'm gonna put a, a cinema in here. That's all right. Yeah, <laughs> but then he'd just annoy you. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy you can use it though. You can use the bathroom, just keep the white tiles, I need to project stuff on the walls. <laughs> no Snapchatting. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. We're talking the moments that you wanted to slap a stranger. Now, of course, we're not saying slap a stranger. You mean punch in the back of the head. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is text me and get it out off your chest vent, vent rather than that. slap a stranger. Yeah. So uh, just uh, if anyone from Ofcom is listening, um, uh, don't get us in trouble. Uh, Laura, have you had a moment where you, a stranger's done your head in? Oh. I mean, as, as a comic... Obviously, all As the time. Co- oh, yeah, absolutely. People who turn um, up at comedy gigs and want to be like part of the show, that yeah. sort of thing. Well, do you know what, though? Yeah, as a comic, I mean, most people are lovely, but, yeah, there's the odd one. The last yeah. time I lost my temper with a, a civilian was <laughs> uh, in A&E a couple of weeks ago on the wow, bank holiday wow. weekend. Crikey. And it was like a Friday night, and uh, I'm five foot nothing. My husband's quite a big bloke, but I'm tiny. And we've been in A&E. We got there about five o'clock, and then we're there for... What, for an, is this the name of a club? What's, oh, no, this, no, no actually were, I wasn't very well. Anyway, okay, right, got you. We won't like, go into that. That's five. very boring. No, don't go into got that. Got there at five. He didn't have the right shoes on, so they <laughs> yeah. sent us for an X-ray. And uh, and this guy, and so obviously, like the longer you're there, the more drunks start floating of in the later into the yeah. Friday night bank holiday. And this guy started mouthing off about the NHS, like oh, fire my way, Labour, blah blah blah, blah, blah. and like oh, it was in the middle of Brighton, mate. Yeah. None of us are particularly right wing. Yeah. And like I, I sat there for about five minutes, and then I turned around and went, you know what? I can't do this. Just started shouting at him, and oh, my wow. husband's sitting there going, Oh my god, I'm going to have to fight this guy because you, you <laughs> cannot yeah. keep your tongue in check. Steve, you're a naturally angry uh, person. I'm not. Uh, 
You are. Pedestrian crossings since I've had a baby, I'm furious about them. <laughs> well, as a, when as you're a, crossing as a, yeah. and a car drives, it's a pedestrian right away. Yes, quite. That's how that works. <laughs> if I want to step out in front of you, I'm allowed to. And I'll take as long as and I want. I will chase your car down the street, <laughs> leave the baby at the side of the road, and jump on the back of your car and rip off your area like a monkey at long leaps. <laughs> <laughs> I get a bit angry about that. Yes. But uh, tell you what, if you stop and I cross, you'll get the biggest wave and oh. smile you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, eight twelve fifteen is the uh, text this morning. So we're talking moments that you wanted to stop a stranger. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve Edge and Laura Lex is with me this morning. Morning. Uh, it's quite nice, this like, gentle music in the background, yes. but we're talking about slapping strangers in the head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're not, just, we're not just randomly slapping strangers in the head. That would be wrong and illegal. Well, it makes it illegal anyway, even yeah. if you've got a reason. But uh, we're talking about uh, the mo- just when you get wound up by strangers. I had an experience last night at the cinema where a girl Snapchatted a nachos. Um, it does sound like a euphemism every time I say it. But yeah, it does, doesn't it, yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't mean that. Uh, mid-film, mid-film... Full flash, whole you know, just unbelievable. And I did say something like all the way through, like uh, Lucy was like, "Just don't, don't say anything." I'm like, "I'm going to say something. If something happens again, <laughs> I'm going to say something." She kept checking her phone, bright, oh, dead bright, full brightness. Oh God, other people. And uh, that's when I turned into a northern dad. Um, I went at one point. She, the phone went again, and she was like, "I'm at the cinema." I actually, answered the phone. Oh. <laughs> oh, she was like three seats down. I went, oi, oi, like that, oi. <laughs> and she turned around. I could feel Lucy like squeezing my leg, like, just shut up, shut up. And I went, pack it in. That was all I had. <laughs> pack it in. Pack well, it in. will do it though, won't it? it to be fair though, it did. It yeah. did work. And she and she was respectful for the rest of the film. Great film, by the way, Get, uh, get Out. Get It Out, I was going to call it. That's not called Get It Out. That's a very different film. Yeah. Get It Out, is well, that? that is a good film as well. It's a great film, but uh, very much... Life on story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah watch by yourself. Uh, but Get Out, yeah, it was a fantastic film. I, I, very, I highly recommend it. Any films you've seen lately you want to recommend or not recommend? Uh, I was ve- I, I'm in the minority, but I was very disappointed by Guardians of the Galaxy this week. Oh, I think you are in the minority. I'm I've not I'm seen it yet. Minority. I damn nearly cried, the producer, <laughs> when you said it wasn't very good. He loved it that much. I mean, you've got a baby and you've been working in Benidorm, so what was the last film you saw? I, d- I went to see, um, what's it called, Kong Skull Island. Oh, yeah. yeah. How was that? Oh, it's awful. Awful. <laughs> Great. It's awful, but like, that's what I was after Yeah. at the time. I was after that. Yeah, you watched so and slightly. I was not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I find that with uh, Hiddleston. Uh, so, we've got... He's, I saw him on he's my nemesis. Breakfast, breakfast TV or something, they went, what's, uh, what's Kong Skull Island about? And he had to try and, you know, like, you sort of like, he finds context. If you're ever bored, just go on YouTube and, wa- and watch Tom Hiddleston interviews. He's the most cringeworthy man in the world. He's amazing. Uh, Stacey's on the line. Good morning, Stace. Morning. How are you? Where are you calling from, Stace? Uh, from Birmingham. I'm good, thanks. You? Look, I'm really well, thank you very much. Um, what's, uh, what's your uh, moment you wanted to slap a stranger in the face? Um, well, there's been several incidents, but oh, the no. one that stands out the most <laughs> is the um, the guy that decided about 20 minutes in the film to have a full-on sleeping session and snore the uh, snore us out of the film. Livid. What film was Livid. it? Livid. Um, I think it was the Mel Gibson one about his daughter getting kidnapped or something, I think it was. All right. Um, but I thought, well, if I go and wake him up, he's going to wake up in a nightmare because I'm going to like make sure he doesn't want to wake up again. <laughs> right. So right. When I, got, <laughs> I had to get up mid-film and go and get somebody from the um, front desk and go, oh, yeah. don't wake him up now. So what is, the po- wake him up. what is the point of the staff at the cinema? Now, I used to work at cinema. I used to work in a cinema, but I used to work in box office, so I never... But you've got the people patrolling, but they never seem to come <laughs> in, do they? Do they patrol anymore? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, that's the problem. They, they used don't, to, didn't they? Yeah, why don't they come in? Torch. Every, yeah, flashlight, <laughs> Sorry, all right, mate. you had the bagels in the... <laughs> Every 20 minutes, why don't they just come in and check everything's all right? And then you can... Because they've got a torch as well, so that would sort of yeah. disturb people, wouldn't it? Or trapdoor chairs. 
That's a good idea. That's good. If someone's messing about, just whoop, button from the control. Yeah, hold on. Run no, no, through on, the floor. Oh, go on. Steve's got a better idea. Go. Trap door chairs. And you've all got a pin. Yes. Got, you can type in. So enough people, more than ten people, are annoyed by that person. Boom. Gone. Into the lions yeah. and the That's snakes exactly and the alligators. That's what's down there, yeah. that cruel. You could have the film showing in a room underneath. No. But no. Just the no, no, Laura, you're too Brighton. You're too liberal and you're too Brighton. That person is dead to us now. And to everyone else. And they're in some sort of dungeon. Stacey, what do you think about that, Stacey, if that's an idea for the future? I, I, I do agree with it. Some form of mechanism to wake him up, definitely. Because what? what's the point in us paying all that money for the film? You're just going to go in there and chat. So you you, you reckon actually Noisy more dude, some sort of electrocution? Yeah, treatment. For the ones that haven't got the cellar underneath. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Or like. if you go straight through the roof and then just leave them really <laughs> high up, no matter what the weather, I like they have it. to sit there for the remaining two hours. I like it. I, I don't know if it's windy windy there, Stace, or if you're just a heavy breather. <laughs> no, no, it's beautiful, sunny. It's not windy. I'm oh, just right. in the car. Oh, so, fair I'm enough. Breathing. <laughs> 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 right, thanks for ringing, Stace. You're welcome. See you, my love. Day. Have a lovely bye day. Bye. Take care. That is a good idea, Steve. I'm onto that. I think mm. we should start that. Let's get on Dragon's Den. Yeah. Okay. Some sort of trapdoor well, electrocution we've got, we've got that situation. We've got the steward's sunglasses. Yeah. Where you could, so we've got two to go on with. We're going to clean up. We are absolutely. He's still on it. He's not on it. No, he's not. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford, Steve Edge and Laura Lex. Hello. Are with me this morning. Uh, we're uh, getting this. It's quite agitated, isn't it, for a <laughs> Sunday morning? morning? isn't it? Isn't it? I know. Don't go to the cinema, Jace. And now I know that. Now I know, for future reference. Uh, but out of a lot of these things comes genius. A solution. And we've come up with a solution this morning. Uh, we are going to put it forward. Uh, maybe Dragon's Den. Maybe just ring View Cinema straight away. Yeah, it goes cut out of the middle, man. Trapdoor under every seat, a voting pad on every on every chair. Yeah. You get to vote. F seven is winding me up, and if enough people vote for that person, boom, yeah. into the into ten. the dungeon. We're saying ten, aren't we? Ten votes. Yes, you're out. I think it's great. I think it's absolute. I, I think... reckon maybe t- maybe it's got to be like 25% of the number of people in the oh, showing. Right. <laughs> what if you're in one of those mid-afternoon ones where there's only 12 of you in there? Okay, so percentage. Yeah. But yeah. I, think, okay. I think the problem here is you don't have to vote someone. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> might be well behaved. Yeah. It's not like power. somebody has to go. Yes, it is. I don't like his hat. Yeah. If you've got that <laughs> right. power and you're not you using down, it, you're a fool. Like... <laughs> also, if you went with your, like, your mates, you would be like, yeah, let's all vote Gary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, he'd be sat there, wouldn't he? In, 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 you'd be one in the middle of you. You'd just see him go, go, whoa! Is it like down there? Uh, Zoe O'Brien uh, message, she says, um, that I wanted to slap the person kicking my hubby's chair on the plane because he'd reclined his seat. Ooh. She made a right song and dance, then swapped places with her embarrassed boyfriend to sit behind my chair. My husband then popped his chair back to the upright position and pressed the recline button on her chair. See, I don't like chair recliners full stop. Well, they've got rid of them on a lot of flights now yeah, because, because of this situation. Yeah, if you're behind, there's, there's very little leg room as it is. Without someone yeah. recli- Who gets the right also, to recline? Also, what are you getting out of those two inches? I mean, nothing. It's, uh, not easy. You did like a Sid James face. Like, oh. <laughs> 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 it was the noise you made. Oh, oh easy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Crikey, it's all gone there. It's all gone a bit uh, Larry Grayson in here. Uh, Dawn Lund, when you work in retail and someone says, I spend hundreds of pounds in here so I should get some sort of discount. That's mm. That happens, I think. Yeah. Why should you? I used to work in retail in a sort of snobby shop and you, I used you to get hate, that a lot. I used to hate those, um, you know, people do little jokes to you and they think you're. it's the first time you've heard it. Yeah. You know, like if something doesn't scan, they're like, oh, is that free? Uh, like, mm. Mm. I feel like punching them in the face. The worst one I ever got was, people go, have you got, have you got this T-shirt and a large? And I go, no, no, there's none left. And they go, what, none at all? Yeah. I'd be like, what, is that different from none, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go and check in the at all cupboard, shall I? I like the ones that are like, oh, just wind me up. can I have a discount because it's been s- on the shelf? Yeah. And you're like, no, <laughs> no make the-, the shelves out of wood, not fire. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Still a product, isn't it? Uh, Beth and Jones, people not knowing uh, that the stick behind the steering wheel is an indicator that allows every other person to know whether you're intending to turn left or right <laughs> yeah, that's or not. Annoying. That is annoying. Yeah, but, don't um, indicate. 
BMWs don't have them. No, they're so. an optional extra. Yeah. No, they're not. And the, some of the Audis don't have them. No, agreed. <laughs> well, the M6 toll road. Yeah. Uh, and Jennifer Tart says, I watched somebody eating a Kit Kat the other day just by biting a chunk out of it. They didn't snap off the sections Ooh. and she wanted to slap them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's anger, fair enough, well, though. No anger issues there. If someone else is, you can't go up to someone where they're eating a Kit Kat and be annoyed. Really? No, I think you can. I think yeah. we need to rein this in. We need no. to chill out a bit. No, because no, I think that's fine. We're just randomly slapping people now. <laughs> no, we're not. No. It's not happy slapping. It is. It's angry slap. No, I think that's fine. I think if somebody does something like I saw a bloke. Well, so if you're on a bench, just mind your own business. And yeah. Somebody just come to smack you in the face. What's that for? I saw you eating a Kit Kat from over there and it annoyed me. No, but it's the way he was eating his Kit Kat. <laughs> He didn't. He bit it as in like oh, across across he, the three fingers. He can do oh, what he wants. No, that makes he can do what he wants. It's his Kit Kat. I saw a bloke on the train the other week eating a, a full Terry's chocolate orange like an apple. Oh, that <laughs> so, man's a hero. I, know. I, I wanted to push him off. I was like, no. I nearly pulled the emergency cord. Who's got the teeth to be able to do that? I know. I was, wow. And also, you know, what it says on the thing. It says, if you see anything suspicious, inform the driver. I thought. <laughs> Well, that, does this count? Does this count? That yeah, I think. that's definitely an alien that's got no idea how to integrate right. in human sec- society. It's like, oh, that's all of teeth come out from behind the other teeth. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge and Laura Lex are my guests this morning. Morning. Uh, we have been talking about uh, getting angry at strangers mm-hmm. this morning. It seems to have uh, got people talking. People are into it this morning. I think I think we're we're actually providing some sort of public service, mm. letting people get it out right. in a text or uh, you know that film again. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> great film. Great film. Um, what did, I had a couple there that made me laugh when I was looking. Oh, Gina Peacock, she said, uh, I was serving a customer at work who didn't say please or thank you. Uh, so I And I happened to forget, genuinely, she says, uh, to take the security tag off her top that she bought. She got stopped by security. That's karma. Yeah, that is karma. You've got to be, care- you got to be careful mm. with any, any staff winding them up. I mean, please and thank yous. What do you reckon? Are you big on the please and thank yous? Yeah, I like a please and a thank you. I don't, I don't like a please, but I do, will do a thank you. You don't like what, a one, please? What, no. What do you mean? Giving or, or... No, like I'll I'll say thank you. To, uh, always. I'm oh, a yeah. very thankful person. But the please I could do with... I'm, I'm very ra- I very rarely say please. I, if, if you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. Fine. But if you do it, thank you. Sure. That's how I work. I reckon I probably overuse sorry. Yeah, Most well, of my sense yeah. it's like, sorry, please could I... Thanks. Yeah, that's a that's a British way, yeah. isn't it? I suppose. But yeah, the please, I'm not. Uh, you know, if I, if you were like, if you were going in there to put the kettle on, I wouldn't say, "Oh, could you make us a cup of tea, please?" Oh, I would. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I just can say, "I have one, please." I just say, oh, just "I'll rude, have one." Aren't you? Rude. No, it's not rude. It is rude. How's that rude? I'm going to slap you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I just think please is overused. Do it because you want to do a nice thing for someone, not because someone's begged you. He's not begging. Same please. <laughs> 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 He's begging. Please, can you please, can you do that, please? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's annoying. <laughs> Nobody's asking you to do the voice. <laughs> I just you go into the. I go, oh, I'll have one as well. Will that, you? Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> and then when it comes back, I'm yeah. so thankful. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm oh, like, God. you know, <laughs> all right, I spat in it because you didn't say please, but <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> um, what else do we add on? Guy Horwood said the bloke standing at the salad bar in Pizza Hut. Don't judge me. Uh, repeatedly biting bits off his breadstick and then dipping it back in the various oh, salad dressings. That's, that's wrong. That's I would wrong. get his head oh. and I would ram it straight into the bacon bits. Yeah, oh. and it'd come out and they'll be stuck to it. Yeah, scumbag. Absolute scum. These people are filth. Absolute <laughs> vermin. Hanging's <laughs> too good for these people. <laughs> Could be death by an Iron Maiden made of bread. Yeah, yes. damn you. Samantha Levine, uh, people who fill up their car with petrol then spend another 30 minutes food shopping because it's a like a BT, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. BP Tesco outlet. Yeah, that's that's wrong as well. Yeah, just just get back in your car, pull up in one of the spaces. No, mm. I'm all right with that. Are you fine with that? Yeah. No, I'd ram them off the road. I'm not mm. stopping twice. If I'm stopping, I'm getting everything I need. No, <sighs> it's a bad system, isn't it? It's a, it doesn't it's a work, system. yeah. It, the problem is it's two systems being forced together, isn't it? It's the yeah. petrol system, the shopping mm. system. Maybe every petrol gauge comes with a little keypad and if you don't like a car, you can press it and they go, <laughs> oh, we've done it. 
<laughs> the worst one is when you stop late at night and they won't let you in the shop in case you oh, like yeah, steal yeah. everything. So you have to stand there and be like, you, "What crisps yeah. have you got?" It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> do you still do curly whirly? <laughs> <laughs> I had one who uh, a little while back who wouldn't uh, go make us a cup of tea. What? I was going. I said, oh, "Did you say I... please?" No, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I said, yeah, there, maybe. Hang, hang on, on, maybe. hang on. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Machines broke. Machine broke. Isn't That's it? what he yeah. said. Did it? Bet he did. <laughs> he said machines broke. I went, "Stop yeah. it! It's just because you can't be the bothered." Lightness machines broke. <laughs> broken here. Back's hanging off. <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe I'll start saying please. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Manchester. Yes. Manchester is full of fat women that turn men gay. Oh. I've often said that. Well, yeah. this is... Uh, say, what, that, where's this come from? Not my words, the words <laughs> of, uh, of a Russian newspaper. Diplomatic relations with Russia could take a new turn after the country's largest selling newspaper <laughs> took a swipe at Manchester. There's going to be a Mancunian Russia war here. Uh, the paper talks about the debauchery, i.e., people having fun, uh, and gay attitudes, you know, people loving each other, as though they're a bad thing. Uh, Columnist uh, Elisa Titko, I mean, she can talk, uh, quoted one visitor as saying, their women are so fat they look disgusting to their men. You see, they eat so much fast food and potatoes. That's very, very specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we like potatoes. Who's that spud you like in uh, the <laughs> yeah. gardens? But no one's eating it like an orange. <laughs> um, it's hardly possible uh, that men... It's, oh, it's highly possible that men turn gay because girls are too fat and non-sexual, but it, can Im- it influences them. I mean, that's not how... I mean, I don't know a lot about gayness, but I don't think you can... You can't catch it, can you? Yeah, and no, you can't. Someone's eating chips. Yeah, you can't go. Oh God, right, I'm off. Oh, <laughs> like eating chips again, right? Forget this. Right, get me a manta snog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not. Maybe I don't know. It does work like that. I don't know. When did you first come out? Well, she looked at the pudding menu. And <laughs> yeah. I just thought. I saw a woman eating a chicken balti pie in the middle of the street, and I thought, no, that's it. I only want to cuddle men from now on. <laughs> Uh, the anti-gay article claimed Manchester was an example of a city that Moscow, due to host next year's FIFA World Cup, which is a ridiculous uh, idea, of course, uh, should not emulate. How can you have the World Cup in Russia? It's bloody stupid. You can't. I'm, honestly, I don't want to go off on one here, but no. you can't go. Like, the world we've lasted Cup... this long without acknowledging the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it winds me up. You can't say, all right, we're going to send the World Cup to there. Oh, by the way, if you're gay and you go over to Russia, by the way, that's an illegal thing. You've got to go, we're only sending World Cup to places that's already progressive and moved on. Because it's a treat. It's a treat to have the World Cup. Anyway, that's just my opinion. Don't get me started on Qatar. Uh, She claimed claimed Manchester showed why people were wrong to call for Moscow to be more tolerant to couples with non-traditional sexual orientation. In the evenings... In the evenings, gays and lesbians are having fun, not only inside, but also outside. Specific, uh, bit too much information. And they, do, and they do not hide their feelings. She claimed gay people openly hold hands. Uh, oh, God. And uh, kissing was disgusting. It's such a pleasure that there are no such gay streets in Moscow. What a vile piece of something or other. My goodness. I would... No, oh, that makes me... I mean, I mean, if I... I would so rather see a young gay couple holding their hands than an old straight couple holding hands and doing gross <laughs> stuff in the street. Well, Mate. that's the same thing. You're doing... Nah. Well, hang on, hang on. Where are these women with chips? <laughs> I know. If anything, if you see a woman in Manchester eating, ch- eating chips... Yeah. Seductively, yeah. No one's. Everyone's going. Whoa. I think there's even gay men that might turn the other way. <laughs> I think it's the opposite. It's true. That explains that lip gloss look. I always thought it was just a gloss, but it's probably chip fat. <laughs> Jason Absolute Radio, Manford. Where real music matters. There's a trick now. Uh, well, not a trick. Someone's come up with a life hack uh, to knowing if you smell bad in public without sniffing your own armpits. Okay. Right, because essentially it's you know it's easy to have a little. It's easy to get smelly, isn't it? In the day, you know, you're, yeah. it's a busy day, whatever. You've not been at home. Um, the receptors, though, in your nose. This person says this was in the mirror. It's a proper story. Mm. The receptors in your nose that would normally respond to your own particular brand of smells, uh, they they shut down uh, after being bombarded with the same scent for so long. That's why you don't know you stink. 
Oh, because your nose you can't tell anymore. Can't tell anymore, yeah. That one. That's you know just when you... the general smell of him. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, like you're out and about and someone stinks and you think, how do they not know yeah. they stink? Well, this is, that's, that's why. why. That's oh, okay. why. Uh, Patrick Allen explains, he doesn't really explain who Patrick Allen is, but he's telling us about it. Basically, your nose goes numb to your own stank. Uh, so you don't, uh, so I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a professional. <laughs> no, <laughs> it sounds like, it's like he's just tweaking it all. He's not an expert. Um, Luckily, Patrick has some fail-safe methods to help you uh, if you're feeling nose-blind. Okay. Coffee is a strong single-sense component that gives you the receptors in your nose a quick break uh, from what it's been smelling all day, i.e. you. Uh, that's why department stores keep coffee beans handy in the perfume section. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. seen that, haven't yeah, And near the candles before. as well, they do. Do they? Yeah, yeah they go, have a smell of that, and yeah. then reset, then back yeah. like a little nose sorbet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've changed. You can uh, you can smell a perfume, reset with some coffee, then smell a different perfume. Uh, coffee is also uh, easy to access for most people. So, Patrick suggests, in the break room of almost all workplaces, or snag yourself a few coffee beans, have a little sniff, and then straight after you will know whether you stink or not. And what do you do about it if you do? Well, you'll just know. You know why you spend the rest of the day going, oh, oh no, oh, I smell. Oh. Also, what if you smell of coffee? <laughs> yeah. He's not thought that through, no, has he? No, he hasn't, has he? Uh. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to smell the coffee and you'd think something had gone wrong. Talking of people who stink, I was at the kids' school the other day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was I did a gig at the kids' school on Friday night. Oh, right. Yeah, nice. um, yeah it was, a, it was a, at their primary school um, to raise money uh, for the school to buy some new books. Because I don't know if you know this, but books, they're a luxury now. Oh, oh yeah, 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 you've got to raise money for books. They're not just a given in a school. Um, I presume at some point we've got to raise some money for some of those tiny chairs and uh, pay the teacher's pens. wages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the roof, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, really weird doing a gig in a just in the kids' hallway where I've been to see the nativity and stuff yeah. like that. So was it, was the kids there as well, or was no, it? No, no, it was just grown oh, ups. It was in the evening. It was like a PTA thing. You know, when you blame kiss chase, yeah. I thought you just did no, it. Was <laughs> no, you know, when you're chasing a girl around a bit of dog poo in the end of the stick. You know, when you're doing lines, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a that's a different show. Yeah, uh, but it was um, it was fun. Like it was me and a couple of other comics, Mick Ferry, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Manchester comic, and Duncan Oakley and, uh, and oh, Phil I Walker. Love those two. It was uh, it was a really good gig, but re- just weird because. People say to me all the time, they probably say to you as well, Laura, about gigs, they go, oh, do you um, do you get nervous uh, before a gig? And our answers, I presume, are roughly the same, which is, you do, but it's a different sort of nerves. It's not that debilitating nerves where you can't do anything. It's like an energy. It's like, like a, adrenaline. Yeah, it? adrenaline, exactly. This, I was actually genuinely nervous mm. for the first time in about 15 years because I have to see them people again twice a day oh, yeah, for the yeah. next five years. So imagine it doesn't go well. Yeah. Mm. Gigging in front of people you know is so much worse, isn't it? It's just so, so much Mm. worse. It was really weird. Um, So, But it was good fun and we raised £2,000 for new books. And as I said to the 150 people in the room, um, our kids, because we're here, our kids get first dibs Mm. on the books. That's fair enough. I think that's fair enough, isn't it? I think that's fair enough, I was like, even if somebody's got one in their hand, you make sure you tell your kids to go in, (laughs) snatch it up, because we were there that night raising money. I think that's fair if enough. You, and if you do one of the books from Rich and Judy's book club, a lot of them are two for one. Yeah. So maybe you should get that into the syllabus. <laughs> that's, not bad, that's not a bad <laughs> idea as well. But yeah, probably one of the weirdest gigs I've, I've ever done in a in a school hall while the head teachers are like sat at the back watching yeah. me. It was quite. I thought, they, they better not heckle. Somebody start drinking from the water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> picture of this as well it, it was one of those ones where the lighting you were all just stood there in daylight isn't it? oh yeah so those are the weirdest gigs. because the curtains don't fully close oh i thought it'd be in like the assembly hall or that no it was yeah it was in the assembly well, there's no the curtains don't fully close why would you need curtains in a school well in case they're doing nativity like you said <laughs> yeah but they're not there at night oh. so there's no curtains <laughs> they don't need them do you? good point and the, what they had was just them strip lights that you have in your kitchen and uh, it was it was uh yeah it was fun and there was a couple of parents heckled me at one point which was a bit it was a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah but we got... They're not getting a book. And hammered as well. Absolutely hammered. We put put a bar on, and I said, I don't worry about... Uh, you know, you won't need too many drinks, because we're in a school. At the interval, the person working the bar has to go to Bargain Booze and top up. That's how much <laughs> drinks they got through in a night. Parents, man. Yeah. Hammered. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. 
matters. Uh, Steve Edge is with me this morning, and uh, Laura Lex mm-hmm. is my guest. Uh, Laura Lex, very funny comedian. Uh, make sure you uh, follow her on Twitter. At Laura Lex. At Laura Lex. Two X's. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Steve Edge. Uh, Paul in Northwich said, Jason, could you please tell me who <laughs> Steve Edge is? I am his worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> He says, sorry, thanks. Sorry, thanks. Um, that's nice. That's Steve nice. Edge Google it, though. is... I mean, you could just Google it, but then again, there is a couple of you, isn't there, Steve Edges? Yeah, but... Yeah. Who's the guy who's got steveedge.com that winds you up? He's just some sort of conceptual artist or something. I don't know. <laughs> really but really too much in a restaurant as well. Really just annoys, annoys me. But if he ever gets knighted, furious. Furious! So Steve is... A, well, not only is my very funny uh, best friend, but uh, Steve is a, an actor. currently in Benidorm on I ITV. Am, I am. But it's just finished, isn't it? Yeah, this one just last year was just finished. We're filming series ten, and we now. did we did an episode together this we week. We did. You I was in last year, lovely to play. Um, I played a. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't like to specify exactly where just he was from. East European, European, Greek. Guy. Here's a little test, actually, for any listeners. I have so this is the character I played. Right, I played a guy who's actually from Manchester, pretending to be European. Yeah. Right, that is the third time I've not had loads of acting jobs. I've probably had about a dozen acting jobs. That is the third time, though, in all the acting jobs I've done, including theatre and stuff, where I've played someone who was uh, British or Irish, pretending to be <laughs> yeah. an East European. Three times. I'm like the. I must be on a list of people who can sort of do the accents. Yeah, but if it doesn't matter if you can't. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's fine if it doesn't. So that's my little test for the next half hour. Well, you can win a mug. Let's. Say, I don't know what else I've got. Uh, an absolute radio mug. If you can tell me the three. Uh, things that I've done acting wise where I've played a British or, or Irish person uh, pretending to do a, a European accent. It's a tough one. It's a tough mm. one. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, now, Benidorm, uh, you're, you've, you're currently filming it at the moment for, for the next series, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we're about halfway through. And are you, does it feel like you're in a bit of a bubble out there? Yeah, we're, we're in a different country with a load of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you come back... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You don't know, because even no this morning idea. you were fuming about the fivers. Yeah, I came out with a load of fivers. Apparently I can't spend them anymore. Nope, they've gone now. And the, the old fivers have got, like, chips in them or something? Yeah, and also so, they don't really work either, apparently. They don't work? Like, the middle bit... What have I falls. come back to? <laughs> it's a disaster, mate. It's an absolute disaster. Well, I wanted to see how much news you've been keeping up on over the last few weeks, so None I've got some of the news all. I can tell you what's stories. happening in Terra <laughs> <laughs> Laura, of course, has been here, so she will know all the news stories because mm-hmm. you've been keeping abreast of the news, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to ask you why uh, why is Prince Philip in the news this week, right. Steve Edge? I, do, I don't. Um, I, th- I think I do know this one because yeah. it's, it, it came up as a news flash. Mm-hmm. Is, is he stepped down from um, uh, whatever he does? Yeah, he's retired <laughs> from doing nothing. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, yeah, he's reti- no, he's doing lots of inge- public engagements and stuff like and that. He's going to get a job in B and Q now. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. so he's going to he's doing that now. Uh, Prince Prince Philip. To be fair to him, I mean, I say he does nothing. Twenty two thousand one hundred ninety one solo royal yeah. engagements to date. Yeah, but that's his age, isn't it? So that's like one a day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's involved with more than seven hundred eighty different organisations. When he reached the grand old age of ninety, his only concession to his passion years was that he gave up his connections to about a dozen of them. Uh, of course, the, you got the Duke of Edinburgh award. Yeah. Uh, have any of you done the Duke of Edinburgh Award when you were at school? No, yeah, I, I think I did it, but I, I went on the walk, but I couldn't be bothered to do the community part of it. So oh, right. It. We had a different one. It was called Space or something like Staffordshire Police and something. It was like a. I don't oh, know right. I had a Duke of Edinburgh. I've always wanted to finish it. I've got to say, I got the bronze Duke of Edinburgh Award. I never got the what? silver or the gold. What was it in a sp- specific thing? You have like to like, do a bit of orienteering, mm. yeah. a camping. Um, you had to like help an old lady with a shopping or something like right. like a neighbour like a community thing and then like I don't like a hobby like a sewing or something or you know like a yeah. something practical knots or whatever like a bit like the scouts yeah I'm amazed he's only just retiring though like people bang on about the amount of money and stuff that the royals get but I think there is not enough money in the world you could pay me to go to all those boring events I know and speak to all those well that's people. why because of course you know he's got like Jim Davidson writing jokes for him or whatever like because he's <laughs> that's why he goes he just turns up I think he looks through the calendar and he's going uh, right it's RSPB thing birds no forget that he's like uh, right let's have a little look through here so, go, so that one's like a charity thing for cats I'll leave that oh the African president's coming right I'll go to that one like, yeah. I think that's what he does I think he I think he's, he singles out just the ones he, himself. yeah he's got a couple of gags on the, the other week he was like 
there was some elephant, like a big, uh, it was like an African or an Indi- Indian elephant. I could see it in his eyes, he was thinking, I've got loads of jokes. Yeah. I've got loads here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's in retire. We'll test a, a few more. Let's see what else you've got, has been in the news uh, over the last uh, week or so, if Steve knows about it or not. Where real music matters. So nice and easy, Steve. I've had a little look at uh, some of the news stories, things that we didn't know a couple of weeks ago that we know now to see how up to date you are. Well, not at all. With I what's going right on. Now. Well, you knew about Prince Philip. Uh, yeah, that you one. You knew about the Fivers. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know about the Fivers until I got back. Oh, till you got back. Yeah. Okay. Adele. She's uh, she's she in done? the paper this week. Uh, do you know what Adele? Why Adele's been talked about, Laura? No. Okay. Adele came nineteenth on the annual list of richest musicians in the UK. That was a headline. Mm. The pop star's fortune rose from eighty-five million to one hundred and twenty-five million pounds. She's only what on the list? Nineteen. I think McCartney must be top. Must be one. Eighteen of them above her. I can't think who that would be. Uh, McCartney will be. Um, richest musicians in the UK, yeah. So what what would you do? Ed Sheeran must be up there. Yeah, he's yeah. up there, yeah. Uh, I don't know who else is up there. Wurzels. The, the Wurzels, Wurzels yeah. are up there, still selling hard, heavy. Yeah, Cliff. I'd say so. Cliff. Cliff, probably. Yeah. Should Tom we guess? Should, uh, Tom Jones. Tom Jones will be there, I think so, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, people still having guesses at what three roles I played where I played uh, a British person who... Um, who was pretending to be foreign? Someone said, "Was it the Twirly Woos, Jason? I saw you in the Twirly Woos last week as an East European tennis player. You had no lines, but I could just tell from your backhand." Somebody, <laughs> said, no, okay, yeah. uh, somebody says, "Was it Doctors, Jason? No, it's I was never in Doctors. Have you been, you're not been in Doctors yet. No. Yeah, I thought it's like not yet, never. You will be. Oh well, come on. <laughs> no. It's like jury duty for actors, no, isn't it? That's, the bill was that. Thought everybody it? has that's to do it at some point as well. Um, Ivanka Trump was in the paper. Okay, uh, because her earrings didn't match. Oh, big what? news. She's just let the feminist community down. I can't believe I didn't hear about this story in Spain. <laughs> uh, Miley Cyrus. Apparently she's in Guardian of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah, she oh. voices a robot. At oh, does the end she? With Steven Seagal. Didn't, isn't, uh, what's his face? Vin Diesel. Is it Vin Diesel? He's Groot, yeah. Is he, and he got paid a wedge, didn't he? Well, he got, he got paid quite a lot, but I think the cute thing about Vin Diesel is that, because um, obviously Groot only says, I am Groot, right. but Vin Diesel right. did that in every single language that the film was going to be got, released But he in. got paid $2 million. Yeah, but he has to say it a lot of times. At 12. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> unless there's 2 million languages, he is not earning his money. Did you know, Steve, there no. are still nine blockbusters open in Alaska? Really? Nine of them. Oh. Uh, the boss, Kevin Daymood, says, I can't tell you how many business cards I've given out to people because they literally do not believe that I'm from Blockbuster. That's, that's still... what you need. You need that bringing back after your cinema experience. I tried... Well, funnily enough, I was driving through Chalton the other day in, in, in South Manchester. That one, what's that one now? That one's gone now. It's uh, an M&S food. That's and right. uh, yes, yeah, fine. And just uh, another sign of where Chalton's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was driving past it and... Uh, I said to the, I just had my sister in the car and I had the kids in the back. I said, I said, you know what, kids? When I when I was your age, that was a blockbuster video, and they said, what's that? And I oh. tried to describe to them, well, what we would do is we'd go to the video, we'd go to the video place and we'd have, we'd select a video and then we'd get to take it. There'd be one behind it or two behind <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and you get to take it home and for three days and then you'd have to bring it back and. We used to have... Did you have a video man? They just stared at me like I was mad. Yeah. We had a bloke with a van that used to come round with it all in the back. And then you'd go... We had a pop man. Remember the pop pop man? A blue van used to come. And he'd come and and he'd sell all these drinks and stuff. And, oh, what what, what, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Uh, uh, The voice assistant, uh, Apple... uh, I don't think these are the top news stories, to be honest. I asked the producer (laughs) to sort me out the... These are are ridiculous. Scientists have discovered a caterpillar that eats plastic. I mean, I don't even know that. I saw that. That was on the Benidorm main news. That was (laughs) front page. There's a real-life Iron Man, and he's British... British inventor built an Iron Man-inspired suit, oh. has demonstrated his skills at uh, a, pre- a prestigious uh, TED conference in Vancouver. He flew in a circle and hovered a short distance from the ground in front of a large crowd who were captivated by a his short flight. Distance. A short distance, yeah. That sounds a bit specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's a crisp shortage in Japan. Oh. Getting all the big news stories this morning, guys. Bong. Uh, <laughs> crisp shortage in Japan. <laughs> Caterpillar eats plastic. <laughs> 
Crisps in Japan are on sale for six times their normal price after the country's main manufacturer stopped sales due to a potato shortage. Oof. Must have been a few mank women gone over. Just yeah, eating. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like Japan. <laughs> Just eating them. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've got uh, Laura Lex, who's uh, you can follow her on Twitter. At Laura Lex, uh, you got gigs coming up. We can see you at. Yeah, I'm in Leeds this weekend, and uh, yeah, if, if you're in the Brighton area, come to um, Comedian Cinema Pop Club. To your house. Comedia. Yeah, come just come over, guys. Come over for a brew. Come and eat my tropical fish. And, uh, <laughs> we're not eating each other. <laughs> and uh, Steve Edge, we've got. Uh, so there's no more Benidorm now till next year. Next year, yeah, on. we're filming it now, so it'll be on next March. Like that. Crikey, I didn't get nobody called me back. I nobody. Think it was just, yeah, it was just a one-off part that for well, me. We you never know. No, um, I think I think, I think no, <laughs> no. We, you know, you never know. They're still tweaking the last two, two episodes. I think I would, he got eaten by a shark. I think I would know. I was expecting a full spin-off, to be honest. What was your character called? Uh, not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Andre. Andre. It's so funny. I, like, I, someone said to me, "Oh, it was such a mad episode." That I was like, "Was it?" Yeah. <laughs> I literally read the two scenes. That was it. I don't know what it was. Even well, that about. was the madness for in the end of it. And That's right. Doing yeah. a pun on. You know, oh, watch tonight's madness. Oh, I can't nice. spoil it. Well, you're all saying madness. So. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. And it's have. in the Radio Times, so it's not a, not a surprise. <laughs> um, oh, here's the, here's the answer to the question. Nobody got it. Nobody got it. Which is which is right. I'm glad you didn't get it because it would have been a bit stalkerish if you had. I've done three parts oh, yeah. over the years. That uh, is a, a British person. One of them is Irish uh, person who. Um, was pretending to be an East European mm. or a European. What Steve, as my best friend, a best friend in the world, you were uh, uh, Pirelli you know, in Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, who was Irish. It was Irish pretending to be Italian. Italian. Yes, you, in Ripper Street, we pretend to be Italian, weren't you? Yeah, Ripper Street. Yeah, was uh, yeah, and I think Italian. Yeah, what was it? It was a, a Victorian. Uh, I was a Victorian um, uh, psychic. It was all like, I look into the crystal ball. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Damn you. It's like, right, that's who we need. Who can we get who can, who's a bit rubbish at accents but <laughs> will, who doesn't know? Yeah. <laughs> so you got a bit of time off then? Got a week off, mid, right. mid-shoot break, and then we're right. back next week and there till the end of July. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Uh, you can see me on ITV's Big Heads this evening, which I'm sure you're all big fans of. Oh, I haven't seen one yet. I've missed it all. I've been out of the country, but I'll, I'll be straight away. But, Laura, you've been in the country. Have I missed yeah. everything? I like the... Heads that are big. Yeah, they are they good. Are the they? Best bit really of good. The show, aren't I'm they? jumping in on episode three. Is this? Yeah. Oh I, no! Have I missed stuff? Have I got, you've fo- there a plot you, stuff? You've <laughs> lost <laughs> a story. Is there a story arc I need? That you're going to be lost on the main strand, oh, really? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, because um, yeah, we when like I don't want to spoil it, but when you get right. to the last episode, uh, you find out that Chris Akabusi's actually been dead all the way through. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty shocking. It's pretty shocking. <laughs> um, uh, but that's tonight, seven o'clock. ITV uh, big heads. I'd like to say that it works on more than one level, but it very much doesn't. It's people with big heads running about. <laughs> That's all you need. One level sometimes enough. It's it's a knockout for the twenty first century. That's yeah. what uh, I've been told to call it um, by the PR department. But uh, it's not even that clever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have a little watch of that, and then oh, I'm on Graham Norton on Friday as well. So have a, if you if you want to uh, have a little look. I don't know who I'm on with again. I'm not. Graham Norton. Tom, 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 Graham Norton's on. Tommy yeah. Hiddleston. Tommy Hiddleston. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> Hiddleston. I wonder if he's heard me as well, flat on the radio as well. So he'd be like, Manford. Well, I've got like a little beef with each other. Mm. <sighs> Bad blood. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters.